0: Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school.
1: Okay, everyone, so we are back with our after-the-degree series. And this one is something that Kemi and I have definitely experienced. We're gonna be talking about the transition from being a college student to working at a college. I feel like we've been doing this, you've been working at a, like in a college setting for you said it was seven years? Yeah, close to seven, eight years. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. for me, I guess in total, really six years, like on a college campus. Mm-hmm. And I so just like to, to jump right in. So I went from working, sorry, being a student at Elon and I was asked to work in our multicultural center because there was a lot of change happening. And they were like, "Oh, do you do you want to work as like a?" They called me like a graduate intern. Another a side note: people were always like, "Oh, what are you in graduate school for?" I was like, I'm "Just a graduate. That's an intern." But I was like, "Nothing. I'm not, I'm not in grad school for anything yet." But that was that was my title. Me and one of my um, friends, I went friends from college. She was the other graduate intern in the multicultural center, and it was a very eye opening, eye opening experience because I literally a month before went from being a student and now I'm working with students, but those are but it was like working with like friends. This is like how I'm start my experience because it was a really weird transition. I think I handled it for the most part well, but it's like, you know, when you go from being a student to working at a college, you can't do what you did as a student. Not, not that I was out there like being wild. I never. We never really like did all the party stuff. We had our own parties in our friend group. We were mm-hmm. <laughs> we did our own thing. But you know, I just but still, like you can't do what you do as a student as a staff member. Basically, is what I'm saying. So and then also having
0: that a party with the students, you can't do that.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't go hang out with them like that. But also, I was like a staff advisor for some of the organizations. And so like, working with people that I know like very well, but having to like mediate things or mitigate things or just having to talk to them, like, you're not doing this, you know? So having to like really step up and be, like, okay, I'm, I'm a staff now. I have like, it wasn't just like, I'm a, I'm not a student anymore. Like talking to your friends in a way that is not always comfortable, but they're like, but they're my friends. So that was like my experience. That's like my, my first, I like, thing I could think of right now is like, going from and I was like from my immediate like on the same campus like I wasn't going to a different school but I was like you know that, that probably would have been a bit like an easier easier thing yeah. for me to do like go to a different, like totally different school like I don't know anybody here so yeah. I'm not like I'm not feeling like oh I want to go hang out with y'all but I can't do that you know so yeah
0: that's yeah that's very interesting I never thought of that for you before because you just graduated and obviously you're friends with other people below your grade and now you have to help them with some issues that like before you probably like, let's say like, if you were like an academic advisor, it's like, oh, we were just friends. And now it's like, now I work here and I can see your grades. what you do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. But I think about it, that's an interesting space to be in, especially cause you're, you're still right there, not at a different campus.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I was like 22 myself, you know, 22, 22. So that was something I had to definitely navigate. I think it, I think it helped though, because. I remember Miss Marilyn told me, she was like, Kiki, she's like, you're doing a really good job. Like, she's like, you did it, like, you really handled yourself well. She's like, you know, I, it was like a good balance of, like, yeah, we can be friends, but like, we're not that type of friends anymore. Cause even like, you can't even, okay, well, you know, like, okay, well, it's after work now. Like, I'm gonna go hang out with them. No, because if you're, if something happens for the yes. students and you're there, you gotta tell. You you gotta tell. But I feel like, I feel like they may have been like, we didn't get in trouble. I feel like I did go to like one, what was that place called? That new thing they built on campus, like the new house, like the new old, it was new to us. But the newer apartments they had on campus, I feel like I went to like one, I'm going to call it a shindig, one little shindig.
0: at somebody. little shindig around the watering hole. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like I went to like one little shindig at, a, you know, somebody that was a friend, but also a student. And I, I remember, I, I feel like I remember like being... Like, should I go? Like apprehensive about going. Like, should I go? Should I not? And I think I, I think I stopped through, you know, didn't do anything that I shouldn't have been doing. But I was like, okay, this, this is not where I should be. Because it's like, if you get caught, it's a wrap. Um, but yeah, that's just one thing. But like, how, like, so you went from being a student. So you, but I think before we recorded, that's why we, mm-hmm. uh, let's start recording. But you were talking about having the veil lifted, basically. Like you've been a student yeah. now working in, in student affairs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like when I, when I worked in higher ed, I think it was like maybe a three, three year gap. So I graduated like maybe three years after two, three years after that, I began initially as a receptionist. um, And then worked to like an education coordinator right after that Hmm. at this um, technical college. And I think what I liked, I think what working there drew me to become like work more in higher ed was I was like, Oh man, like, i I recently came out of college. I know what mostly students are struggling with. So mm. I have an understanding of that, and I can guide them through I right. kind of be, you know, like maybe not like an elder because I'm not old, but someone like who's like, I'm a mentor, I've been, like a mentor. I really thought I could help being a to be a mentor. I'm like, I know I know where you're at. I've been there. This is how you can get through it. Be better than what I did and do this these kind of ways to study and do this way to get ahead. This is, you know, how you can apply for scholarships. This is how you can stand out. And I always thought, I could help that way and being a mentor. And I think that really drove me to work in higher ed after Mm -hmm. I graduated. Cause I was like, oh, I can really make a difference this way. And I think also too, I just wanted to be like, you know, the mentors that we had on campus, I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to be a reflection of that and Mm -hmm. help those who maybe feel like they're alone or don't know how to navigate that space. And, you know, when you first think about being a helper and a mentor, you're like, yeah, I'm going to be a world changer. Yeah, sometimes. But it's (laughs) not all rose colored glasses. You know, it's not like the tiny issues, like theoretically in my mind. I'm like, yeah, the student's failing. I'm going to meet with him and make an academic plan and it's just going to change their life. Going forward, they're going to go to all their tutoring because I was there to help them and check in on them and be accountable, and they're just mm-hmm. going to get an a, nah, honey, it is, you, that's not, um, <laughs> sometimes it does, and I'm so right. thankful for those, but nah, it's usually not those easy issues. Like, mm-hmm. the veil was lifted for me in higher education because you get to see all the tea <laughs> behind yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had great coworkers in the spaces that where I've been and especially the first place where I worked at the training col- like the training school, I had such cool staff. Shout out to all y'all. you all know who you are. I'm dropping names. Kelly, Allison, Danielle, Jake, um, Jim, you know, all y'all are y'all really fun. It was such a good place. It was a cool way back place to work. Um, but some of the stuff that we dealt with and being behind the scenes and actual student issues that you some of the management have to have some wisdom behind of how they're going to respond to this and is it Mm -hmm. going to be appropriate? Is it going to be not only appropriate, but truly beneficial for a student? And then also working in higher ed, the veil lifted because you really are dealing with a, a mixed population. And I'm not saying like visually diverse, but I'm saying people are coming from different areas, different families, different lifestyles, different ways they were raised, different education coming into one pot. So literally you, Mm -hmm. it's like you're making a meal and you got, get all the seasonings out your, y'all better have some seasonings, so you better have more than 10 in there. But all the seasonings that are in your cupboard, I'm trying not to shame you, but you better have more than 10. All the seasonings that are in there and pouring it in a pot with like tomato, your tomato sauce, God, just a whole bunch of things and mix it together. Right. It's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's going to be issues and conflict, some serious, sad issues that you have to deal with, like a student dying, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like crazy like stuff like that. Um, some crazier issues some maybe like, Sometimes I do. I was like, "Am I safe working here?" <laughs> so, like, you know, yeah, so, real. This- so being being behind the scenes, knowing things, and uh, and from an operational standpoint, and then also kind of, I mean, it was beneficial because I'm a student. So I'm like, I can see from a student lens that they don't see all this stuff. So I'm like, well, this communication maybe it should be it should be sent out this way because it it could be better received this way. Versus, they're not going to understand all the hours that went behind this issue. People are sitting it on a board. People are trying to figure out the best way to do this is it going to be received to this population that thinks in this kind of manner? They're not going to know that you guys are actually stressing about an issue behind the closed doors. They're going to Sometimes people are not going to think the best and people are going to think the worst. Mm-hmm. So that, I think, was very, very interesting. And then going back to different populations, like you have a mixed bowl no matter where you work in different universities. But then also different universities also have their different kind of, I don't want to say swag, but you do have their different <laughs> personas. The first university that I worked at was a training college. So it was like more laid back because we were working on automotive and diesel engines. So you right. have like people diesel. rolling up with some trucks, rolling up with like some car projects, like some cars were smoking. People are trying to do burnout <laughs> in the parking lot. It's like, what the heck, man? Um, like it was kind of funny, but some stuff was kind of like, all right, calm down now. Right. Um, but it was a different swagger to that campus that I worked mm-hmm. at like a university. So a university is a whole different swagger. The last university I worked at was very, I told y'all I worked at Clark. Clark is so diverse in so many different ways. You have so many international students and you have like just students that are just, it's kind of like a gumbo. Like you see so many different moving mm-hmm. parts, but it works and they call them Clarkies. And I'm like, yeah, you come on Clark's campus and you walk around and you're like, yeah, there's like a vibe here. You can't pinpoint the vibe, but there's a vibe here. Mm-hmm. Um. But with that in different swags, different um, cultures of different universities, every, every university has a different culture. There are different needs, different conflicts that you have to navigate in the thinking of your audience. So a lot of it is just a lot of problem solving. I think I learned a lot of communication. I did learn a lot about effective mm. communication mm. in terms of problem solving to get things done. Definitely patience. I will say one thing is like, no matter where you're working, there's going to be some of the same issues that you have to come across all the time. Hey, yeah, mom. of course. It's like, Johnny, why are you showing up to class? Huh? Huh, Marco? Hi, <laughs> huh, Billie Jean? Hey, Miranda? Why ain't you showing up? What's going on? You're like, I just don't know. It's like, I'm trying to help you. We had like five meetings. It's trying to be accountable with you. You still ain't showing up. What's up? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> like, is there like, help me? I really want to help you. You know, and then also sometimes higher education can be sad because you want to be the mentor to really have a life change. But sometimes there is just some external things happening that you there's not you can't help to the level of capacity that you you're able to. So, right. like maybe there's someone who's dealing with homelessness or some other negative things that are happening in the home. You can only help to the extent that you can. Because I'm only right. so you have those highs, you have those lows but I think when you first come into higher education, you're like, I can make a difference in these lives. Cause when you're working in this academic space, like I want them to succeed so they can get the degree. So that way they can positively impact um, their families, like break generational, like wealth disparities. Like you're like, I'm gonna help them pass. And then it's like, oh, right. child, there's a lot more going on here. Yeah. Um, cause, yeah. It's, Cause I think like you mentioned before in our other episode, like as advisors, people just think solely, that we help with course selection. And I'm like, when people say that, I'm like, yeah, that's the baseline, but literally we are, like my other advisor said, she's like, we are a catch-all bucket. When I mean we are a catch-all bucket, I mean like we are a catch-all bucket. Like it's mm-hmm. like every place that I worked at, no matter what kind of issue kind of came through, it came back to like the student services area of like, this is what's happening, yeah. what's going on, how do I have to do it? I have to figure out who's the people that I have to contact, kind of mitigate this, figure this out, what's the next process to do this? The right way through the through the education, uh, like through our educate our university, it's your catch all bucket. There's many mm-hmm. different things that are definitely going to be outside. It will impact their courses, but it's not as easy as you think. As to drop the course, add the course, it's like no, this is happening right now, but it's going to go here to here. But it's with this person. This person saying no, but also this happened and this da da da, and mitigation mitigation. You're maybe sometimes having to advocate for a student, or sometimes mm-hmm. you even have to advocate for a professor. You know, you're trying to list sometimes you have to be a mediator because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes a professor and a student can't come to the same communication together. And you're just trying to get maybe sometimes you're trying to figure out, too, like, who's telling the truth here? You know, so it's a lot more than you think. Um it's definitely been some times where I'm like, yeah, I need to go home and take a good nap, have a little glass of wine, <laughs> and I'm shutting off for the weekend. Like, there's definitely been times like that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like also that comes with when you're working with a population, like a, a turnover population, like, so maybe if you're a customer service or, or even mm-hmm. sometimes I've been watching as a side note, um, back in the day, I think it was A&E. Had those episodes yeah. of people working at the airport. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> and it was like, was it Southwest, I think? And you're just dealing with different people, like different people, bro. Like, you're like, where and where'd you come from? And right. You get here. Yeah. Uh, you just be seeing some highs and you be seeing some lows and you be seeing some sads and you be seeing some, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, that's oh, how it is. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if I want them back in this office, busting bus- what I want. I need a third party up in here because um, yeah. I don't know them. <laughs> so you're just dealing with the whole population of people and you're definitely practicing patience.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you too. Like when I first got into higher education, I was the same way. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come and I'm going to like change people's lives. Mm-hmm. That, that's what we had. Like, so yeah. I only know two campuses that I've worked on, I only know Elon. And I only know my current place of work, but I work at a community college now. So going from a four-year institution, which, you know, it's residential. I think I think I was, I always had this impression, like when, wherever you work in student affairs, you're gonna be like, it's all about building relationships with students like, mm-hmm. all the time. And like where I work now, we have some of that, but I would say I probably have two to three students that if I see them on campus, they're gonna speak to me. Like yesterday I happened to like walk in and get some lunch and the student was like, she like waved at me. She was like, Hey, and I was like, Hey, like I don't know her like that. I met her one time, but you know, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and when I say like building relationship, like I see you, like I say, hey, I stopped to talk to you. Yeah. It's just like, you know, kind of chopping it up. Not, yeah, not not the relationship where it's like uh, am well, trying to be nice, but you're emailing me all the time. You're complaining about something. You like, yeah. you're just kind of like draining my energy. Was, I'm going to be straight up. That's what it'd be sometimes. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I think the majority of what I currently do is. Cause I, you know, when I worked at Elon, we like, you know, Kemi, you're saying we had those mentors and that's why I wanted to get into this field. I was like, man, they're just awesome. But that's not what it is all the time. Sometimes it is. That's mm-hmm. not what it is a lot. I feel like academic advising is just a different beast because it's mm-hmm. so it can be transactional even mm-hmm. if you have a cohort of students because you're still having to stay on top of people And my college yeah. there's only so many of us and so many students we don't get a lot of that building rapport all the time so mm-hmm. i i've definitely been humbled because it's not at all what i thought it was going to be i've been humbled in many ways working at a community college one i should have started at community college but or like you utilize it more Mm -hmm. Two, just humbled in the sense that I always think about, my coworkers and I always talk about, when we were in college, I didn't even use my advisor. I used her to help me like lift my registration block. I maybe saw her like one time to just talk to her, but I never really used my advisor. And I was able to get through my whole entire degree without having to be advised, is basically the point I'm getting at. Whereas with my students, well, the students that we see now, it's like I have students that are taking all types of classes that don't count towards their program. They're basically just confused about how to graduate. They haven't, like, it's just like they just don't know. That just, it's, it's humbling because I have, I have, I'm having to hum- humble myself to be compassionate. But it's frustrating at the same time because it's like, I, you know, but I, I shouldn't compare myself to to the students that are coming in now, but I'm just like, you don't really know a lot of stuff about college. And even students that are coming in, that have been there for a minute, are still confused. So, yeah, definitely, you know, been humbled in, like I said, in that sense, because not comparing what my experience was to the students that come in there. Because they're they're like night and day. (laughs) They're night and day differences. Even the resources part, you know, just the overall knowledge of college. That can be a title of something, knowledge of college. But even that, like, overall know it like the know-how about college and i think i don't know if you said it in this episode the last time we just recorded but resources like there's stuff out there that you can use i knew about them but i was like oh, i don't need that but i did i needed it but you know some students come like i'm like oh you should go to tutoring there's tutoring i'm like
0: Oh, yeah. I'd be yeah. and I'd be putting yeah. and the only way I feel like I'd be pushing people, students that are just like, oh, because there's a lot of students that are like, oh, I don't need it. I'd be trying to back backpedal and say, You're paying for it, so you better go get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, mm, You're right. I'm like, exactly. Like it quote unquote is free, but no, you're paying for it. Get over mm-hmm. there and go get help. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, no, I'm like, it's around the corner. It's like around the corner, go step inside and tell them you need help. Maybe not mm-hmm. right now because the semester ends next week. But right. Next <laughs> you know, i'm like maybe you don't want to go now but i'm like next semester make sure you're in there and they sent emails like they sent emails about tutoring too but it's it's just use what you have because like kept me saying you're paying for it um what was i gonna say something else i lost my train of thought though i'm sorry um yeah. bummer no no, no 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 no, it might not be relevant this is you know <laughs> we just we just out here chopping it up but um yeah I, oh so i was gonna say and this is like not us us in any way like bashing at all. It's just, this is our reality every day. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is our reality every day where, like I said, I was able to, na- and I'm technically a first-generation college student. My mom raised me and she didn't finish college. So she's the first, I'm first gen. Um, and, but it, it isn't like, you know, that's just one instance. Like, it doesn't matter if your parents been to college or not. College is different everywhere. So like, I was able to navigate certain things. Like I found a scholarship by myself that I got. Didn't find enough scholarships, but I found at least the one that, that helped me. You know, I found the scholarship using, you know, going to study abroad, you know, just certain things that I was able to figure out. Whereas like now, and, that, and so again, I shouldn't compare, but I, in this sense, I'm comparing a little bit, but I'm like, when students come, they're like, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do this? How do I do that? I'm like, have you used the website? Have you talked to your instructor? You know, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, you're asking me to do this for you. I think mm. what I'm trying to get at, there's a lot of hand-holding these days. That hand-holding mm. that I don't feel like we maybe experienced as much. No, we didn't know things yeah. back in our but day. There's, yeah, there's there's hand-holding to the extent that sometimes students don't know how to do things on their own. They can, mm. but like, you know, it's like, I need, I need help.
0: But there's also, on the other end, like, Taking initiative, trying to look for so se- Because like, taking initiative, yeah, like yeah, on their but,
1: own. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I see why there's hand-holding because there's a faculty, and I was basically saying faculty and staff, there's a, there's a exodus of people leaving higher education <laughs> right now. So I think I can understand why people need hand-holding because it's like, oh, I emailed so-and-so, but they didn't get back to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, so-and-so is like one person, and there's a lot of you. And mm-hmm. So I think it's like, all oh, this need, like, I, I need this immediately. I need this immediately. And it's like, no, I was just thinking last night, cause I knew we were recording this today. I was like, I never emailed my instructor or my professors with the intent that, that, that with the expectation they're going to, they're going to respond to me in 20 minutes.
0: You know, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I thought like this is different. Yeah. Like it's like, what they're not going to respond to you in 20 minutes. They got to great yeah. papers. They're teaching like four other sessions. Like but they're also humans too.
1: You know, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just the whole perception of, I think like what college is, and this is my college. I feel like this is happening everywhere. It's just like the perception of what college is and what we as faculty and staff are supposed to be is very, mm. it's, not, it's not what it is. I mean, yeah. students come in and think like, this is my like robot, you know? And I'm like, no, mm. we are humans too.
0: But you know what I think that's coming from too is because we're coming out of a pandemic because now I'm starting to see, because mm-hmm. before back in the day, like our day, it's like, if you don't show up to class, like you're lucky. I don't remember ever not showing up to class and then my professor reaching out to me, seeing if anything was okay. It's like, that's on you to sent to mm-hmm. reach out to your professor to let them know you're not coming to class and what's going on. I didn't ever like have a professor reach out, but because mm-hmm. the pandemic, um, and that was, that's how the attitude was of higher ed. I think that's mm-hmm. what I think for back in our day. And now I think after the pandemic, people have been trying to do more outreach to students that wasn't really done before. Cause I'm even seeing like a lot of professors reaching out, hey, I'm checking in on you to see, you didn't attend class. I wanted to know if you were going to want to hand these assignments late. Da, 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 da. Like there is more outreach from professors now than there used to be. And I'm wondering if, if people are thinking this is the assumption going forward because you have had a lot of high schoolers that mm-hmm. have had this similar effect of working in school going forward from the pandemic. And mm-hmm. I was just talking to some colleagues about that, too. It's going to be an interesting switch from these people that are coming out of a pandemic into higher ed because. Even now, what we're experiencing is because of the pandemic. When they were in high school, or even in colleges too, if something happened, people were kind of being making more accommodation for it. Like, oh, my family's sick. Like, my mom just lost her job. I need to do this. Da, da, da. I haven't been able to mm-hmm. get back to assignments. There's been a lot more flexibility than usual. Like, okay, well, get this back to me at the end of the month. Or da, da, da. Mm-hmm. some some professors, not all. I'm gonna say all because some were yeah. still, you know, doing the thing. But. Particularly in the high school space, I think there's been so much more flexibility. So they're coming into higher ed, thinking it's going to be the same level. And I don't think that some people are ready for that or they think it's going to be more handholding coming out of this. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's going to look like going forward for for some of this generation. but um but no, and I think, and if I have to compare working in undergrad working to a graduate program, I think there is a lot more handholding to versus a graduate program because it's like once you reach the grad program, you've kind of been through all this. You kind of know how this machine yeah, runs true. Mm-hmm. so uh, so you should definitely have that basic understanding of, well, you should be reaching out doing this. Like, you know how this thing goes. If you don't hand in your assignment, you're going to get the zero. So it'd be proactive. So you kind mm-hmm. of get that understanding. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and you're in a community college, the community college is an under an undergrad. It's a little, different I was, I was gonna
1: yeah I was gonna counter I was gonna like counter a little bit because like we definitely have traditional students that come from high school but we mm-hmm. also have like adults you know mm-hmm. that maybe have been in school before maybe this is their first time coming to school and I'm still like you know sorry I, mean, I know I know we're not on video but can we see what I'm doing. But you know I'm like <laughs> talking my head like still uh, took your head. Yeah <laughs> Yeah I'm I'm looking like you don't know how to use it, like Google? Um, And I hate to be sound sarcastic, but this is what it is. But you know, just, you know, I've, my coworkers and I laugh like a couple weeks ago because I asked a student straight up, I was like, you Google, you know, it's just something like that. Like, I think students think that we have like everything in our, like, we know everything. Like, we know every mm-hmm. single thing. Like, you're the advisor, you know everything. And it's not the case at all. And like I said before, I never expected my instructor, my professors, even my student affairs, um, I'll call them mentors. I never expected them to know everything. I never had the expectation of them because that's me be unrealistic. Um, but also, it's like I said, they're they're people too. So, I if if I have the question, it's like I have patience with them. Like, okay, you don't know the answer to this. I'm gonna wait for you to get back to me and figure it out, and mm-hmm. not like you know. Sometimes, yeah, I think just I, I'm just gonna stop that right there. But like the expectations <laughs> of what we do. It, and I'm like, so from seeing yeah. it from like how I was when I was a student to seeing it now as a, as the a student affairs staff, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I'm just curious. I'm I, I'm always curious, like what students expect when they come into college. Cause I, I can say that when I came into college, I had no expectations really. It's just yeah. like I'm here to I'm here to be a student, and I'm yeah. now I'm navigating this. We're all navigating navigating it together. But I feel like now there's some sense of like, I'm just gonna use the word entitlement because that's what it is. <laughs>
0: Well, what I try yeah. to do in my like personal, like my personal approach to advising is, because for me this is my my compass is I don't want to hand, over handhold because that's not going to be productive to when you graduate mm-hmm. and become a functioning human being. Mm-hmm. So I try to do like a balance of oh I'm gonna let you know where these resources is where they go, um, but you also need to make sure you're inserting that mm-hmm. initiative to go do that. So like for example. Um, so for example, I'm like, okay, I'm taking, a, I see right here on your file that you have a hold. You need to connect with the financial aid office and here is their email. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to contact them. I'm not going to sit here and make a whole chain of me contacting the financial aid office, unless it's a particular issue where they need my communication to understand yeah. it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but, um, where I, I need to step in and have that conversation for them. But I'm like, it says right here, you need to go to the financial aid office. I'm not going to talk to you need to speak with them. Uh, it's not going to be me. Cause this is what your, um, whatever's going on with your file. You need to have that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to walk over there. I'm not going to speak with them on your behalf. You need to do that because that's that's your responsibility. So yeah. I always try to have that even balance of this is what you need to do. Cause this is the work that you need to do in order to make this happen. I can't go to class with you. I can't walk you to class mm-hmm. every day. Um, if it's the first day of class and you're a brand new spanking student, I'm like, I will walk you like, Oh, I'm going this way anyway. Come follow me. But I'm not going to yeah. walk you, obviously every single day to class, which is shouldn't be obviously no one's expectation if it was. And that's, that's, a little scary um mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's a, for, there's always a balance because i just think you need to acquire more strength in your responsibility and in your decision making and knowing what to do f- how to pre-plan for your next step so that's what mm-hmm. my that's how, how i operate i don't like to over overly extend myself i know where to put myself in situations where i'm like oh i need to speak on behalf of the student because i understand this and this needs to go here like I know right. where to navigate, but I don't yeah. want to baby someone if they're in this stage of becoming a young adult, you know? Mm-hmm. so Yeah, no, uh, I, I,
1: I wholeheartedly agree with that too. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm always about, I encourage you to do XYZ. I keep a pad of sticky notes by my desk because mm-hmm. I'm happy to write somebody's name down, tell you how to get there, but I'm not yeah. going to do it for you because-
0: I'll give you the direction, you need to walk to it. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah.
1: you have to get, like, you have to figure this out because once you graduate, no one's going to be there writing down sticky notes for you. Not no one, me, but I'm saying in general, like you have to navigate this on your own, but that's why you have mentors. So I think that's what we're also getting at too. Like we had these mentors in undergrad that showed us, I think that model, like you said earlier, Kimmy, I think like they modeled a way for us. So I think that's where, you know, a lot of us who are in student affairs or hired in general, I'll say, I, I don't think that people just like wake up or they're like you know ten years old and they're like I want to be an academic advisor. I want to be a student affairs coordinator. I don't I don't know. Maybe kids are because their parents maybe do it, but I never again never really had this pathway for myself. So I had people that modeled it for me. But I think when you see their like compassion and their mm-hmm. their they want to like bring you in, especially like for us. You know, we were away from home, so that's mm-hmm. like your family away from home are you know these are like not, well not they're kind of like you're filling parents while you're not in your house you know so they showed us like compassion understanding and a lot of them showed us love as well so it's like okay that's what I want to be for these students that we work with now but in the same vein I'm going to show you compassion I'm going to show you understanding when we're on the same page I'm always going to show you that too but sometimes mm-hmm. um sometimes you know that we have to be a little bit more blunt because we're not doing this for you. We are here to guide mm-hmm. and help you, but we can't do this for you. So I think that's, you know, yeah, something that, you know, if you, if you, if you hear somebody, whatever, we're going to be like, we're not, we're not yelling at you. We're not reprimanding you. We're just encouraging you. Mm, you need to figure this out as well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the blueprint a little bit, but you got to figure out how to put the pieces together.
0: Right. Because and ultimately, I'm not gonna... no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're fine. Go ahead. You're fine. And it's like, and I'm not gonna keep telling you the same thing over and over again. I'm not gonna do that. I'm say not it again, do that say I'm it not again. Say that. I'm not gonna say the same thing over and over and over again. I just tell told you. Tell me again. Like, no, fine. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I kind of have like a mama attitude too. It's like I will be your cheerleader. I want to help, I wanna see you succeed. But we're I'm not gonna baby you in that you're making the same mistakes over and over again. You know you're not put you know you're not studying. You know you're mm-hmm. not putting yourself. We had this conversation of what you need to do next. You know, you need to be studying on your own, going to tutoring twice a week. And you're, you, I'm coming back and hearing from professors that you're still failing. You're not even showing mm-hmm. up to class. Like these are things that are on your accord that you can fix. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have this productive conversation with you once, but if you come back in my office and I see you blatantly not doing what we said before, I'm going to be honest with you and be like, well, so what's going on? Like, so you kind of see where your actions are leading you to. What do you think you should be doing next? Like, do you want to see yourself in this space where you're not going to pass this course? Because that means you're going to financially have to pay for it again. Mm -hmm. And I always have, I like to always have these conversations like preemptively whenever I'm able to get the reports of the students doing bad, if I'm able to see that ahead of time. Um, I like to do that proactively. So it's not retroactive. Like I'm not trying to work when it's literally exam week this week because there's nothing you can do. Like right. there's nothing yeah. you can do so mm-hmm. it's like i like to target students as soon as i see these signs so that was like you can turn around now and be comfortable turning it around versus right. it's like there's like a quarter of a semester left and you have to make some really uncomfortable adjustments mm-hmm. to yourself to think mm-hmm. to pull this exam to a b plus when you've been having c's right so mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I like to kind of have that mama mode. Like you need to take on this full responsibility or this is going to happen. Um, because there's nothing else I can do for you at this point. You have to do it right. yourself. Right. So
1: I, I think yeah. that's an attitude that I've adopted. I, this is, when I first came in, I was definitely like, Oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll help you. And like, we sort like that, but now I'm, I'm a little bit more like assertive. Like, no, you have to, this is, this is your journey. This is your journey. Um, but I think we're we're always coming from a place of our experience. And now your advisor hasn't been through every experience. We we all you know we haven't been through what you've been through possibly, but but this whole episode is about like Kemi and I are just saying that we've been in college before, and so when we're, you know, bringing our experiences to our current jobs, it's because we've. Been there before in some way. We've been to college before. Again, we haven't experienced experience the same life circumstances. But you know, we're coming from a place of we're trying to help you do do well for yourself, make the right decisions for yourself. Because like this, is your first semester, and like you know, you, you're failing classes. You're da-da-da-da-da. We're telling you go to tutoring. Well, I don't have time for tutoring. And it's like okay, well, I've given you my advice. Like I don't know what you want me to. I'm not going to argue with you about it. Mm-hmm. Um because yesterday I had a student and we were, I was like, you can fit tutoring in like into this time block. It was was like, we we, like this whole circle. And I was Mm -hmm. like, all we need to do is like, I'm, I think we're saying the same thing, but just like fit tutoring into your time spot. You know, like we're not going to argue with you about something. It's just because we know what resources are available. We know what you can do to do better. If Mm -hmm. you don't want to do it, you know, oh, well, And it's like, don't be mad at us when you come back and you're like, you're failing again, and it's like we told you what to do. Like you can't, and you can't. It, it's it's at some point the student you have to take accountability for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you have to be accountable for yourself. So I think that's all we're all we're trying to you know emphasize is.
0: I think like, that's in, a little bit point. of something that human beings need to take in general is accountability. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, a little piece absolutely. of humble pie goes a long way. You're like, you know what? Yeah. I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do now? Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can do now? And I'm not going to come after you if there's nothing that can be done because I got myself in this space.
1: Right. And I know? always think, too, like, think back, like, I – accountability. Like, I, I'm always, like, trying – I'm always wanting to, will, like, be willing to learn something new because we don't know everything. We really don't. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the same – that's what I want our students to adopt as well. I know we're generalizing because we have students everywhere, but I want you to adopt that same attitude. Like, I'm willing to learn. So, if I, you know, when I tell you, when I encourage you, I'll just say it to, you know, look at XYZ's website to figure out for yourself what you need to do. I'm not trying to be like, I don't want to do it for you. It's just, you have to learn this. Like, I'm not going to be there with you when you're applying to this school. I'm not going to be there with you when you're taking this exam, entrance exam for a program. So, we really are just trying to encourage students to be willing to learn, be coachable. Mm-hmm. That's gonna take you. It's gonna take you far. Like I think anybody in student affairs, anybody in higher education, like our main goal is to be helpful, but to also prepare you for your life after your degree. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just wish more students would be like, okay, they really are here to help me. You know, like we're not, we're not trying. And there's some people. Be- some people are not out for the best interests of people, and that can be in any field. But I think the majority of us that are in this in higher education student affairs space really want to help people what they really want to see you all do well that's where that we're coming from it may come off to you like harsh but i think a lot of us have probably had to build up very tough skin <laughs> um yeah. to to handle different situations so it's just coming from a place of so it is coming from a place of compassion i I would say that
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and i think what i i think that's all or oh, all academic advisors should be rooting for this is like we want after you graduate, we want you to be successful. We want you to we want you to fly. We want you to know how to do research on your own. Because once you leave out of this university, where else, you're just going to a job. You're not going to like another college or maybe you are a PhD or whatever. But after you get out, it's like what are you living by anymore you're not living Mm -hmm. by your your schedule of your classes anymore you're living Mm -hmm. by your job and your decisions what you want to do the next day so you have to start stretching that muscle of living independently and um working on your own to decide things so and that goes back to our first episode where i'm like throughout elementary to college you're, you're told these are your next steps this is how to move forward and it's like after that you're in this young adulthood adulthood you're like well what's kind of next you know Mm -hmm. this is the time to start exercising your decision making and looking and trying to figure things out on your own because that's what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life so Mm
1: absolutely absolutely Oh, I but think that, we can wrap, I it. That's it.
0: wrap it. I it. think that's it. I think that's
1: it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Honestly, what we, we're you know, wanting to share because it is it is a very unique space to be in to have been a college student and now work with college mm-hmm. students. And every piece of higher education is different. Like, there's some people mm-hmm. that don't even touch student, don't even touch student, like have student interactions at all. Mm-hmm. And there's the majority of us that we're interacting with students every day. So there's, yeah you know, there's different pieces to it, but that's just me and Kemi sharing, you know, our experience coming from, you know, coming into higher education and the uniqueness of it. Is,
0: Crazy. Yeah. It's the craziness that goes along with it. But I think also yeah. too, if we had, if that, if we were able to gather some research on it too, or some analytics, I feel like a lar- a large part of people, especially who work in maybe student services or student affairs or a lot of like student life activities. I feel like a lot of people were, we were drawn to this role, um, probably from based on some of our experiences that we had in, in college, whether we wanted mm-hmm. to make them better for others or amplify yeah. what we had. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of that does come from like a, a place in the heart of, oh, I want to see these people do well and have the best experience or a better experience than I had. So I think this is very relatable to a lot of people that work in higher ed right now in mm-hmm. many capacities. So. Yeah.
1: Or even even teachers may be listening to this and, you know, mm-hmm. you became a teacher because you had a great teacher or like Kemi said, because you. We didn't have a great experience, and I think yeah, this this could relate to anybody in any job sphere. You know, going from coming into going from being a student, to now being in like a teaching or student-facing field. So mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully hopefully somebody is able to relate to this, and they can here or relate to our soapbox that's basically what it what it was it was our soapbox Mm -hmm. about about working with students and it's a great it's a great field it's uh it's a great field i'll say that but it has it has its challenges as well as any place would but yeah as any place does absolutely as any place does so thank you for listening to this episode and again, we are, this is like a new series This is our new after the, after the degree series, we have some topics that we're going to, we have planned to talk about, but if you have anything you want to listen, you want us to talk about, or maybe you want to hop on and join with us. Th- this is like a malleable series, you know, it, it's new. We're just tra- testing this out It's like, normally Kemi and I, we're just giving like, we're giving tips, which are very helpful. We're giving tips, but this is just conversation. So bear with us because we are just conversing. Like we're just having talks with each other about our experiences. So if you have any ideas or you want to jump on or something like that, let us know, you know how to get to us. Our email is in the show notes, but you can find us on Instagram at Yawson podcast, Y-A-W-S-Y-N podcast. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us um, on Google you Google, yes, you can find us on Google. And we also have merch now. So if you're like, you know, if you really like hats, I'm going to plug this one because I think Kimmy plugged the cup in the last one. If you don't like 8AMs and, you know, your anti-8AM club and you want to rep that club, we have hats. We have a mug that have the anti-8AM. So you got to check out our website to go find the merch so you can wear it. People see it and they're like, where'd you get that hat from? And you know where to tell them where you got it from. So... Yeah. And we also have Venmo. If you want to bless us in another way, monetarily, you can find us on Venmo Venmo as well. But yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. And we'll see you in the next one.
0: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show
1: us some love and please leave a five star review. Catch you next time. See ya.